welcome to another episode of Chandelier Chats. I'm your host, Rochelle LaCour. We have a wonderful returning guest. We have Miss Charlotte Barrett here with us today. She is a business startup coach and mentor. And today we're going to be talking about a few amazing subjects. Not having enough time to learn and grow your business, your mindset, and being a victim of time. This is a big one visibility online and having faith in the business that you're building. So please join me in welcoming back Charlotte. Welcome back, Charlotte. Oh, I am so, so, so excited to be back. <laughs> this is my new home. I hope you guys know this. We had so much fun before and it's a pleasure, Michelle. Thank you for inviting me back. I always love to conversate with you. And I hope to bring you guys a lot more value. So super excited for today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here. And as I mentioned, I've had some incredible feedback from our listeners and our viewers about our last podcast. So I'm so excited to have you back and just like pack, pack, pack more value in for these wonderful people. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start talking about time and people's mindset around that? Yes. So this is the biggest one. I think most of us, even though we've had to slow down a bit over the last 18 months, but most of us still have this notion that time is one of the things that is restricting us from reaching our goals. And I admit even every now and then, I sometimes hear myself saying things about time. I'm like, I pull my back self back and go back into my own teaching and it's massive. But there's one thing I just see so particularly I work with women, so many women who have these amazing gifts to go out and share. They want to build these incredible businesses but they feel that right now is not the right time or they don't have the time to do what they have been put on this earth to do quite frankly so I would love to speak a bit about that and how we can just the practical parts and also I always bring in the mindset piece as well and just really understanding that we don't have to be a victim of time we can run time time does not have to run us and a lot of it is just a construct you know time is really just created and that if we start to dress back and just take hold of time we can see really how much time we do have how when we become intentional even so we teach even if you can just pack in one hour a day and I know everyone has an hour a day if they don't then they need to come to me and we're going to look because you must be able to find an hour in your day and then really once you've got at least that being intentional about what that is and what you want to achieve and you can be super super intentional for hour two hours than someone who is completely unintentional with three four five hours a day and you can really surpass them with the compound effect so just like to firstly say how you know everyone's got this whole notion that we don't have enough time and it really starts with what do you see time as and really understanding that we cannot change the past we don't have any influence over the future but what we do have is we have right now this presence right now so we have to be really super in touch with what we have in this moment and learn to just really be intentional and then that starts to change the game and then there's practical tips that you can do if we're going into time which is like understanding from the outset what do we need to achieve? What's going to move the needle forward for us? And what is not so that we can start to eliminate? And I always talk about a lot of the times people come into my world and they're still trying to have this, um, I said it before, but they have this backpack full of all the priorities they had to do before. But you, as humanly possible, you can't do everything. So it's about reducing that and taking on what is going to serve you as your future. And this is how we grow our businesses. And it's serving, it's acting from the future instead of where we are right now or where we've been in the past as well yes and I agree that time is usually the biggest excuse most people are like 
oh, I don't have time for this. Oh, I, I don't know how you make time for this. And it's actually my favorite thing when people share that because I like to reflect back and say, okay, well, how much time did you spend on social media today? How much, how much time did you spend dinking around, you know, procrastinating, doing this, that, and everything else, except for the one thing that you needed to do today. And we can't hide anymore because our phones actually track how much time you spent on apps and stuff. So yeah, it's no longer an excuse for people to, you know, say that they don't have time because when you look at how much time you spend on your phone, like it'll tell you, you spent six hours today on this and this and this and it's like okay so you don't have time hmm <laughs> exactly yeah. that's so and, and that's the thing now we've got those apps with screen time we can see there's so much time and a lot of the time we use it as an excuse to try and you know whether it's our fear of moving forward if we was to implement and we had the time who do we need to step up to be because obviously we, we know logically the results will come so a lot of time that it is it is a mask it's a reflection not to move forward or not to move from our comfort zone and you know if you're able to tell me what's happened on the latest netflix series and you do have time that's something i always have to say and we just have to put out there and look what really the root of the issue often is a deflection mm -hmm. and i i think that ties in right to people allowing themselves to play the victim with time i mean there's a lot of places we can play the victim but playing the victim to time can you speak a little bit more about that yeah so obviously if we can uh, just sort of as i touched upon earlier if we can be the victim of time it means we don't have to fully step up it means there's always going to be we can always say we've got this demand whether it be like a parent so I'm a kid whether it be we've got we're volunteering some sort of community projects or we've got to do you know be in a job whatever it may be we can always it's easier to be the victim because then we don't have to take that radical responsibility and what happens when we have to take radical responsibility which is one of the hardest things and one of the first things I learned on my entrepreneur journey which really turned the game away around when we take radical responsibility, then we have to look to us for the answers. And it's, it's hard. Being a victim is so much easier. We can blame time. We can blame um, society. We can blame, you know, the constructs of where we are. We can blame our job. We can blame all being raised, how we were from parents. We've got so much to blame. But when we have to take that in and take that radical responsibility, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's on me now. I am going to have to find a, a way to get around the time I have or be intentional. I'm going to have to maybe change my organizational skills I'm going to have to admit that maybe I haven't got where I have because I haven't put in the work I haven't gone to do the necessary skills it, it is really a hard pill to swallow and let's face it we've been wired that we want easy and our brain is you know is also wired to keep us safe so we think okay we can pay the victim we know what happens when we're in victim mode but when we take that rad radical responsibility mode it's that we don't know what's going to be around the corner and that's the most scariest thing of all so I think that's a massive thing and victim mode we have to it is much easier, but the positives far outweigh when we take that radical responsibility. And it's so much more empowering. We can be in our power from that stance as opposed to the victim mode. We completely lost power and everything, it's, it's up to everything else around us. I like that analogy to think about it as not being in your power versus being in your power. Because I think, again, victim is one of those words that people get immediately triggered by. And I, I, I understand, I get it, but... That is exactly the descriptive word of how you're, you're portraying. Instead of allowing yourself to step into your power, you're just falling back and letting that little, that little notch in the sidewalk trip you up 
So you can be like flailing your arms around and, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's too hard. It's too hard. Again, you know, if it was easy, everyone would do it. And the fact that being a victim is easy, that's why so many people do it because it's easy. Nothing worth having ever comes without work. And I think that that's a really important distinction to make for yourself. Yeah, yeah. And we, we know it as well. We know often we know what's going to happen when we stay in victim mode. We know the sort of attention we'll get. And it, it's just a safer place to be than um, the unknown of taking our personal power. Yeah. Would you rather have the attention from being a victim or would you rather have the attention from being a victor? That is my question. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm the victor victim. And yeah, it, it's, and I would love for the listeners that they would come back to us. And it's even when you just say it, what sounds so much more empowering? It's victor, right? As oh, opposed absolutely. to victim. It's just there. But I know that when it's standing in or going into that unknown territory, it can be scary. But this mm-hmm. is a way if you guys really want to make those changes in your life, whether it's building a business or just stepping up to the next level you want, it has to be about being that victor, stepping into your power and no longer saying, regardless of what's happening, it's not dismissing that or bel- belittling it in any way but it's about okay I want the change now so I'm not going to whether it's we're talking about time I'm not going to be the victim of time I'm going to not let it run me I'm going to run it and this is how I'm going to move forward because ultimately it's it's our life we're trying to create and I love too because even when you say the word victim like your posture kind of stoops like you kind of you kind of shrink back you cross your arms you can't make eye contact but when you say I'm a victor like you want to stand up tall and your eyes get big and you're like yes I can do this and even like even your body responds differently to the word like this is amazing like why, why not take that intelligence that body intelligence and you know, move that into that direction of you starting to feed your own business. And I think that that is another piece that we're, we're going to expand on is having the faith that the business that you are building is going to produce fruit. But I think people are so focused on the fruit that they forget to till and fertilize the soil, plant the appropriate seed, water it let it you know let it grow I think people forget about that part so can you speak a little bit more about having faith in your business as you're building absolutely and it's so I think what happens when we come as particularly to the online space and we build an online space we forget or business in the online space we forget all that all the ethics all the all the um ways things happen offline we completely forget all those rules for instance when we are building a business offline because I remember years ago I had a business offline everyone was like you're not going to make money for a couple of years it's fine that that was like the national consensus as soon as you come on the online space it's like okay if you haven't made any money within maybe six months or something this business is failure what are you doing a scam all of that stuff and it's like all the ethics all the normal values all the way things are just completely go out the window and that even goes with the way you build relationships and you build your audience and it's just so so funny again just like how offline people expect you you know if you're going to become a dot something you go to study for x amount of years that's fine you put in the work or even you go and pay to go to university and study as soon as you say you're investing in yourself a coach a mentor something it's like oh my gosh that is crazy so the expectations are completely different and we need to remember that everything we want in life just like the flowers outside you get a seed you need to water it you need to tend to it you need to give it that nurture that love for it to bloom and when it blooms it's the most amazing thing but you're not mad at it if it times that times it needs more beer and just 
just like if you're rearing children, you need to give it that attention, that nurturing for them to really bloom. And we're okay with that. But when it comes to the online business, this whole microwave society is like it's even sped up so much more. And that's what I see a lot of people coming out of the game before they've even seen the results or the flowers boom, because they're like, okay, I didn't, I didn't get maybe a client or this whole thing. I did get my 10K months in six weeks because it seems like everyone is getting it when it's not the case. And we really need to understand that if we're building a business, if we have come in it, particularly those of us that are building a business for impacts, isn't it worth it to be all in and stay in the game for a long period of time? And if we've seen within life as well, when we take these analogies, as long as you're in it, you're going to see some, some type of results. But if you keep on going in, out, in, out, it, you're just starting and stopping again, just like if you're trying to put a hit, a push something up a hill is if you are just stopping and starting you're going to have to go back and forward and back and forward again but if you continue to push that momentum you will see results and you start to see some sort of momentum happening and I think it's just a whole mentality shift that if we can say okay I'm going to be in this I'm going to build my business I'm going to stick with it I'm going to figure it out and it's not to say you stick with maybe a strategy or something that isn't working you tweak it but I'm going to figure this out just like you figured life out you're all here however many years you've been on this earth if you figured it out you can figure this business thing out but it's not going to happen if you keep on going in out in and out like going in the swimming pool dipping in and out and it's freezing but if you just jump in you stay in you warm up and you're able to go and have a good time and that's yeah one of the things I would love to share yeah I I love that you shared that because I think we sort of end up devaluing ourselves like we place so much inherent value on the exchange that we're seeking, like we're, we're basing our success off of a dollar value, which that is not a measure of success. It is one tool to help you measure if you are moving towards your goal, but it's not the only measure. You, you might forget those little micro wins, like maybe someone new reaches out to you. Maybe you got 10 new followers. Maybe, you know, one of your messages got 30 comments and all, all the other messages only got two or three or something like that those are all wins and it lets you know you are moving in the right direction and I think you're bang on about that because so many people are like yes I'm going to do 10k in 30 days and then they they do a hundred dollars and then they feel like oh you know what screw it like I'm not doing this anymore this is too hard can you talk about those like get rich quick things like because there's so much hype up sign up that's going on right now and I feel like that it's a big fad and I don't like it it's not real I'm with you as well as I said this is just the most amazing talented people have got gifts they're meant to do and they're just being taken up because of this whole notion that isn't real and if you think and most of the times it's um this chapter of comparing but you really haven't seen what's gone on behind the scenes and before I go into that actually you just um sparked something for me I'd love to talk about it I have this concept where I talk about really untangling yourself from the business because what's happened as you were saying we are coming into the business and this is a lot from you know past trauma or things that haven't been healed before we're coming into the online space and instead of looking at what maybe the business needs to grow so that because we're all in until the end maybe we need to tweak the 
strategy. Maybe we need to do some maybe deeper inner work. What we're doing is we're wrapping our validation in our business because we're seeking validation. So, okay, that post didn't get 30 likes or 50 likes like my other one means. So that means something about me inside that maybe I'm not good enough. But if we continue to do this inner work with ourselves, we understand those things don't matter. We can look at our business objectively for what it needs to thrive as opposed to actually what do I need as a person or what does the business need? And exercise I often do with my with my clients. I always say at the beginning, whilst you're doing this, so that we can untangle ourselves from our business, is start to make a list. Like I always say have two lists. What are the things your business needs? Maybe it needs expertise in marketing. Maybe it needs expertise in um, in social media. Maybe you need to sharpen up your accountancy, all of that stuff. Then what do I need as a person? Do I need to deepen myself and my relationship with myself that I can love myself no matter what? If not everyone thinks my thing is completely rubbish, but I know I'm here to do this, to build this business. What else do I need? Do I need maybe to give myself some more self-care? Do I need to maybe go and sharpen my skills? And when we can see these separate we're not wrapping ourselves in our business and we're not looking for that validation so when we don't get it we're immediately removing ourselves from building this business that can give us ultimately what we desire um instead so yeah I just wanted to touch upon that yeah and I think it it also breaks it down it takes it from a macro scale back down to the micro scale because to look at all of those aspects like what does your business need and what do you need to me, like I would be like, holy crap, I need X, Y, Z, and I need A, B, C, and I need one, two, this is so much stuff. And again, it just goes back to people feeling like, I don't have time to do this. I don't want to do this. This is too much work. And again, placing their their value on uh, an exchange. So I think this is this is just amazing. And I'm actually curious because this word keeps popping up for me, values your values as a human being, your values as a business owner, how does that play into your business, Charlotte? Oh, okay, so that's massive for me. And it's something that I always sit down with my clients. I'm like, if you wanna distinguish yourself, if you want to attract your people, because I say you're not swapping a business for another job, you want to work with people. Like I get to come and meet amazing women like you. And it's because obviously I've put myself out, my values out as you as well so we can align I think it's so important that before or as you're building your business and your values will change because you're evolving as a person how can you intertwine it how can you make it really part of your business so for me it's massive equality is a massive thing um you know for me it's also about um for me generational wealth so I always talk about sustainable businesses so these are some of the things that are very important very big values families are massive value and you often see me with posts and things like that so how can you bring your values into your business? So if someone was to come even to your profile, within you want people literally to turn off within three seconds if their values don't align. Because why do you want to work with someone uh, that is co complete different values to you? Because we're building a business through you know, we're, we're cultivating, we're in charge, we're the CEOs. So it's really, really important that you intertwine your values in everything you do. And it also helps you filter out the clients that aren't going to be aligned. So we sometimes we forget, we, especially in the beginning stages, when it's still, you're a lot in that lack and it's like, oh my gosh, will my next client come along? We can be really have those tendencies to say, I'll oh, just take anyone, I'll do this, I'll do anything. And I remember when I switched from like the agency model to coaching, because I didn't really want to do agency anymore, to really filter and again, really look at my values and be able to say okay no this doesn't match my values so I'm going to say no and it's it's a process that you learn and it becomes easier and easier
easier because you know your yes is around the corner as well. So for me, values is everything and anyone that's building a business, particularly online business, personal brand, I really say it's so important that you intertwine it in everything you do. And a lot of the times we haven't had the time before to look at what our values are. So even what you're for and what you're against, most importantly, what is it you, you know, maybe it's it's uh, equal pay, you're completely against that, Make whatever it may be, but be clear about it and bring it in and talk about it. And I think that that just means that people get to understand who you are as a person. Yeah. And I think it also helps to create that initial connection with people because mm-hmm. people want to know that you're a real human being and that you're not just some bot with pretty pictures. Like they want to know that you've been through the thickest of the thick and they want to know that you've had some life experience because there are a lot of people who are running around who are and I don't mean to to be mean about this but there are a lot of people who are not certified to do what they're doing and they're doing it anyways and you know I, I like to coin the term well it's not my term to coin but I call them false teachers because that's exactly what they're doing they're they're teaching out of something that they may have learned online or whatever, which is great, but it's also having that lived experience to know that, hey, you know what, Charlotte's been here. She knows what it's like to start up a business and send off a business and start up another business and send off. And she knows what it's like to integrate family and have children and, you know, also run the business and she doesn't let time make her a victim and all of these things. Like it also helps to give people hope. Yeah. I think so much and integrity is a big thing here and for me it always has been whatever you're teaching and it doesn't mean you've got to be the best or anything but be integral let it be as you said that experience where you can speak on it and that's why when people do go through different seasons in your, in your life it's important to look at actually this is building you know my capacity this is going to help me be integral for the next client that comes along I can speak on this from a place of authenticity as well so yes yeah, so so important. Can we touch now on being visible online? There is so much fear of being seen online and what to put online. Can you speak a little more about that? Yeah, and it's it's such a massive thing. And we all know, so once we're building an online business, visibility is what's going to master our attention. And we are in a space that's getting more and more crowded. So people need to know us and see us. But obviously, if you haven't done it before, there's a massive tendency for us to overanalyze what could happen. And we have this, uh, you know, as particularly many of the women I work with, I'm like, okay, you're going to have to get visible, even um, show your face. I was doing something the other day and I was speaking and I was like, even the first steps could be you could go as a nameless blog if that's your first step but you have to get visible and take it step by step until where you're comfortable but ultimately if you've gotten the stats at the moment video is going to be it's way over going to be half the consumption for online medium and for people to buy brands within the next couple of years so if you want to build an online business you've got to be working your way up to it and you can start small you said it can be you know nameless blog or it can be using avatars at the moment but know that you're going to have to move forward if you want to build as particularly a personal brand and obviously there are other ways around it I've had clients that they just didn't want to be seen online for um, you know safety reasons and things so we've worked at strategies around it but the quickest way for people to get that like know and trust is going to be via video or audio you know people can really get a sense of who you are so it's about looking at what is the worst can happen and it's what I always share with my clients and how can you take that mini small step so maybe it's not going not doing a full-on live 
maybe can you record something, particularly with short form? We've got reels, we've got even YouTube shorts at the moment, TikToks. They the short content is really, really blown up at the moment. So 30 seconds, you can pre-record that like 20,000 times. No one needs to know and start there until you feel comfortable and put that up. Then you just work your way up. But I always say break it down into mini milestones. Maybe at first of all, it's you record a video just for yourself. You watch it a few times until you get comfortable with just sharing some value and then putting it out there but it's really it's the unknown and it, obviously the bigger you get you're going to be open to more criticism there is going to be trolls there's going to be things I've had comments and things before but when you do the work what we talked about earlier and you untangle yourself from the business you start to understand that those things don't matter and that's why that work is so important as you build your capacity and you grow online because things will I'm not going to lie start to come people have different opinions but when you've built that inside relationship that you have your own back anyway you know where you're going it's not going to matter so much it's going to bounce off you so it's so important this visibility is massive and often we've like my business partner she always had this massive thing about doing um presentations to the point she would literally manifest illnesses she won't mind me. yeah she won't mind me sharing this and it looks like one it came from a trigger from when she was younger from where her parents had said she'd had a list so there's so many things many people have but there is a work away around it but it's always just setting small little steps and getting that confidence once you've done it you've realized you haven't died then you, then your confidence builds a bit more and I can go out and do this particularly when you get responses back from people and it's like that information you shared was really useful that was valuable and then you start to see the bigger picture it's not as bad as it seems yeah okay I love that you shared this as well about the 30 seconds because I have this little rule that I've been living by for the last little while probably four to six weeks and I call it 20 seconds of courage it's like such a tiny part of your day it's a third of a minute it's one third of one minute and I like I actually in my email that I sent out two weeks ago I actually broke it down like describe what percentage of your day it is and I can't remember the number off the top of my head but just thinking about that 20 seconds of courage it takes about 20 seconds to actually upload a post unless you have high speed then it's probably less time but if you if 20 seconds feels like too much it's five seconds so take the video make the post and then pause for a second and just remind yourself five seconds of courage five seconds of courage hit post and walk away just walk run away, away. <laughs> yeah. run away and like check yourself like check in with yourself do some deep belly breathing and be like okay mm. I didn't die the post is live double check that it's live and just let it do its thing and like I think I have a hard time understanding obviously I understand that you know childhood traumas and things can really influence and show up when we're trying to do things online but I think I I sort of forget that that's a thing because like, I mean, I've never had a problem showing up online and like, I would just randomly post a video of me singing or I would randomly post what, like just something hilarious. And, and people are like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, and they say they could never do that. I'm like, but you could like, like that mindset is just like, just the switch. I love what you shared about the 20 seconds. If we look at the big context, that's, that's amazing, actually. Just bring it down. Can I be courageous? Just for 20 seconds of oh, a whole 24 hours is a brilliant concept. And it is, yeah, so much people, there's these things that have cropped up. And 
doing the work that I do, particularly um, with a lot of the women in corporate, because they've always been told what to do. So when it goes out, like you're able to then go out and do a little dance or thing, because you've gone into, it's like you've crossed that barrier, but many people are still like waiting to be told or seeking permission. So it is so hard. But yeah, as you said, if you can break it down with the 20 seconds, I think that's just a game changer and be a winner. And then you can just celebrate yourself. I did it. And that compounds, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it goes back to exactly that wanting to compound it, having your efforts produce the fruit. So every now and again, you have to fertilize that seed every now and again, you have to remember to water it every now and again, you have to check it and make sure that there are no bugs on it, that there are no ticks on it, that there are no caterpillars eating away at your leaves. And if there are, reach out to someone like Charlotte or myself and ask us those questions and like, feel free to to send us a message and say, hey, like, you know, I'm really struggling with this. Like, what do you recommend? Is there, is there a book you can recommend? And I think that that would be a beautiful segue into talking more about how to instill and implement value in your message. Because so many people think that what they have to say is, is of no value, but the, it's the simplest things that people think, you know, oh, everybody knows that everybody, everybody has done that. I don't need to post about that. Hearing it from you, for example, even me, like hearing you say something, I, I take it way different than I, I've heard someone else say it. And I'm like, oh, that actually makes sense because you know we have a rapport, there's trust here and I feel comfortable talking to you about it. So can you speak a little bit more about that? Yeah, so again, it's these, and it all goes down to just breaking it down, that self-trust is just a massive thing that, I, okay, what I have to say is a value, and that just starts with a little thing at the time. I even go down to, so I remember I used to have a problem when I went out to eat restaurants to um, order something. I'd wait for everyone around the table to say what they're going to get, and then I'd make my decision, and that, until I was like, no, I can make my own decision. I've got my back. I can trust myself. <laughs> do that and I don't know how, how many people may relate and once you start doing this more and more in all aspects of your life you can start to trust what you've got to say is of value and one of the easiest things you can just think um before I can go in a bit more specific but you know on a daily basis when you wake up because a lot of the times your idol kind of where you were a few years ago so what do they need to hear today like it's really we can get over the strategy obviously and I'm a big strategy and I can go into like looking at your content pillars but really what is it that they need to hear that maybe someone else who is just following every x y and z every strategy under the sun is not bold enough to go and say that you can say that's going to seep through all the noise and that's going to resonate with them on the emotional level because we are in this online space and the only way you're going to be able to cut through and people are going to remember you and you're going to connect with the ideal client on an emotional level is through emotion. And that's what buyers ultimately buy from, from how can you connect. Most things we purchase, we don't need, but somehow that market is connected with us on an emotional level. So how can you just go out there and be brave enough and say what you need to say? And it doesn't always have to be, if you're building a business, business related, as I was talking about before, bring your values into it. What is a topic or something that is really stood on your heart? And it goes back, to trust in that what you your concepts your viewpoint and when you do it and you put your spin on it no one can't even if you're saying the same thing as someone else but when you put your touch to it it can't be replicated because it's you and that's where most people are suffering from this whole imposter syndrome but it's because they're trying to be someone else but if you be you and you just think okay I don't agree with that this everyone's saying that you need to build a business in this way and actually I don't think so or I don't agree that you know everyone should be saying that you can build 10 figure or six figure business in six weeks because people that don't it makes them feel less than so I'm going to say it 
what are those things you can say and be bold enough and just say it and if you need to as Michelle was just saying post it and run away is before you delete it and realize the feedback you're getting actually people love that then you're going to do it again and you're going to do it again and you're going to do it again in terms of strategically as you're building your business and you want to become an authority online you want to sort of think about um whatever it is your service or product what is the solution you can start to think of your content pillars in relation to that so that you can start to precede your audience for ultimately when you do make an offer for buy-in you want to go into it in that strategic way and you want to you know continuously be speaking on some of the key themes of your topic so people start to remember and associate that is what you do as well so I've brought those two elements but ultimately if that gets too overwhelming what is on your heart what do your audience need to hear today Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for, for sharing that because that is how we stand out as well. Like you said, there's a lot of noise and the coaching industry in particular is massive and it is exploding right now, which is great. It's so amazing to see that. But I, I think that people again are sort of getting lost in that. Oh, well, I'm not successful, so I can't do this. Or they think that all of these people are overnight sensations and I'm here to myth bust. There is no such thing as an overnight sensation, unless you're the backpack kid, you know, (laughs) I don't know if you remember that video, that kid doing that little dance or whatever, but I, I think we forget that we are human beings and We want our fruit to last. We want to extend the fruit period. You don't want to just have a tree that sprouts up and it's kind of scraggly and it only gives you one piece of fruit. You want that tree to be well-rooted. You want it to be strong. You want it to be able to withstand any sort of storm that comes its way. You might lose a branch or two every now and again, but just knowing that that's okay and that the tree itself is still sturdy enough and healthy enough to produce fruit even after a storm has taken hold beautiful exactly 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 and that's what all these things and this trying and testing is there to build those solid those solid branches to withstand test of time and i always talk about building that foundation sometimes it's not as sexy as that like you want to run ahead but it's, it's gonna last the house or that tree is gonna be there and one of my big values is always can you change the can you build generational wealth is that's what i always want i want for myself and for my clients that you know ultimately you can change patterns and cycles within families Yeah. And generational wealth too. I have another question for you and for our audience. Would you rather have a million dollars now, or would you rather leave a legacy for your children? I love that. So I I can't wait to hear what the audience say. That would be amazing. (laughs) For me, it is leave a legacy always, always, always. So I want to change the game. You know, ultimately, we're only here for a certain period of time. We're on this lifetime, we're experiencing this lifetime. So leaving a legacy, yeah, that's just something. And an impactful legacy as well, most definitely. And that's going to take time. So guys, so remember when you're thinking the results haven't come in, legacies take time. (laughs) And then (laughs) And adds on so if you're the first one building this legacy of your family maybe you're building the roots so it's all good it's going to be added on like dynasties you know yeah exactly just like a family tree it has mm. to start with a seed somewhere yeah. seed has to start somewhere wow this has been so amazing charlotte as always it has been such a, a pleasure getting to connect with you and communicate with you and thank you for sharing your innate wisdom and i would love to ask before we close can you share some final words of wisdom today for our listeners and viewers yeah and again 
absolutely a pleasure. I love conversing with you. So I think I just want to speak to you because I know so many people, they're building this business and sometimes they're not seeing the results and it can be so frustrating, I understand. But I always think if you've had that desire, that pull to start it, it's possible for you. We do have these different timelines, but it's completely possible for you. It's already happened. It's just about finding the tweaks, the alignment, whether it's the mastery, the help you may need to get there. So just commit that you're gonna be, you're gonna stay in the game. And if maybe you don't have that community around you, find a community that's gonna keep you, you know, going and remind you what you started, the job that you started, remind you to carry on going. Because if you're trying to do this in solo and isolation, it's gonna be hard and you're gonna go back to self-doubt and you're gonna go back to that comfort zone. But you have started for a reason or you've got that idea for a reason. So just please continue. And it may take, sometimes it will be quicker, Sometimes we're going to have to hold that faith before we've seen the evidence, but it will come and we know results will come once we continue and we keep on putting it as a byproduct of doing the right thing. So just please seek help if you need to or, you know, listen to podcasts like this, but just stay in the game. I just want everyone to stay in the game and we all be celebrating how many years from now, all the legacies and foundations that we feel. Amazing. And how can people reach out to you, Charlotte? Uh, so you can reach out to me by following me on Instagram. Um, if you are building a business and trying to, you know, really reach out with your clients, I have a free freebie. I can put the link down here, 23 ways to get more clients. You can try and test some strategies there and just follow me on social. So I'm on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Charlotte Barrett, YouTube, TikTok, all the things, all the good things. Amazing. Well, thanks again so much for being here. And until next time. Bye bye. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to like and subscribe.